before we dive into this episode, I have to tell you I'm a little bit nervous about what we're going to talk about today. And I'd like to set the frame right now that everything I share in this episode is purely based on my own experience and my own point of view. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. A little while ago, I did an episode about coming to terms with ADHD. And everything I shared on that episode, I deeply felt at the time. However, today... I completely regret recording that episode. I actually thought about deleting it, but I don't think that that would be honoring what I felt at the time, and it wouldn't be respectful to you, my audience. Now, I hope that that episode helped some people. I I really do. Maybe it helped people come to terms with their own diagnosis. Maybe it helped people to seek out avenues of help and support. However, for me, this journey has been quite different than what I expected. And to be completely frank, I regret seeking a diagnosis. I regret talking about that diagnosis. I regret joining groups on Facebook and seeking out online support for that diagnosis. And I kind of wish I never went down that rabbit hole at all to begin with. And I'm going to share why in this episode. But first, I'd like to share a story with you. Many of you who have been following me for a while, you know that I've overcome five different autoimmune disorders in my life. Really one big one, and then there were several others that stemmed off of that one autoimmune disorder. And I remember back then when I was really struggling, really struggling with my health, and struggling to um, to lose weight at the time, and was getting diagnosed with all kinds of things and issues. I remember I was sent to this one specialist, and he's he's the doctor that other doctors send their patients to when they just can't figure out what is going on with this person's body. And this was an amazing experience because. For the first time ever in my life, I had this doctor pay full, total attention to me. We talked for two hours. I mean, when was the last time you saw a doctor where you weren't rushed in and out? This was a two-hour appointment, and he had gone through my entire medical history. He had looked at every prescription I had ever been given, every blood test I had ever taken. He looked at my entire medical history like a giant puzzle to piece together how I was in this crisis state that I was in at the moment. At one point, he said to me, I see you were diagnosed with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. What did those diagnoses ever do for you? And I said, well, nothing. To be honest, I kind of forgot about them. And he said, well, that's a really good thing that you forgot about them because We do patients, and again, I'm quoting this doctor, we do patients a disservice by putting a diagnosis or a label on something that we have no cure or no fix for. 
He said we really shouldn't label things and diagnose them unless there's a cure and a fix. Because then the patient stops looking for ways to get better. That hit home when he said that. That really hit home. And I think the medical community would be doing a great service to all of us if they stopped diagnosing and labeling things for which there was no treatment or cure. Because he's right. Um, I hadn't been seeking out ways to get better because I thought that this was a life sentence. And when he said that, I felt free to actually take control of my own health again. And to not settle for being tired and in pain every day, but to to seek out to seek out health and wellness again. So I'm telling you that story because I'm applying that story to this ADHD diagnosis. And again, please listen to me when I say I am speaking solely from my experience. This might not be your experience, but this is what I have found. And I'm wondering if there's other people out there like me who kind of feel this way about it. So I sought out the diagnosis, partly because I was seeing all of my friends getting diagnosed. And it wasn't like, a, ooh, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. and I want to be one of the, the cool kids. It wasn't that. It was that as I was talking to these friends, I was like, well, I do that too. Well, I feel like that. I have those experiences. And I started to think, maybe there's something wrong with me. So I went and sought out answers. And I got diagnosed with inattentive ADHD. And if you listen to the previous episode, you will know that that really shook me up a lot. And um, yeah, it, it sent me into a bit of a spin. Now, here we are today. And what's changed? Well, in the time it took between this doctor who did the diagnosing to send my family doctor the report and recommendations for medication, I decided to just take it into my own hands. And I looked up what kind of nutritional changes I can make that would help me. What kind of supplements should I be taking that could help me? What kind of habit changes would help? What do I need to do to set myself up to succeed? Because I obviously felt that there were some problems in my life, and that's why I was looking for a solution. And for me personally, I didn't want that solution to come in the form of a pill. If I could avoid it, if I needed it, absolutely. If it was necessary, you bet I would take it. But I felt like there were other ways I could handle the situation and avoid needing medication. So I changed my diet. I cut out sugar. Um, Pretty much 100% of sugar. And I'm talking about refined sugars and natural sugars aside from what we find in like whole grains, plants, fruits, when they're broken down in our bodies. But I cut out all refined sugars, honey, maple syrup, everything. Everything except for maybe one treat a week. So no sugar. I cut out caffeine because I noticed that my body didn't really feel good after having caffeine anymore. So I just stopped. And I started taking some supplements I do have a background in sports nutrition, so I knew which ones would support uh, would support my brain health and focus. So I started supplementing. I started being really intentional with my sleep and practicing good sleep hygiene, making sure that I get seven to nine hours of sleep each night. 
I started exercising regularly. I started making sure I was drinking enough water uh, because I felt like, and I don't know if that has any bearing on, on ADHD, but I don't think that anything in our body, any of our organs can function properly without proper hydration. So I started making sure that I'm staying very hydrated. And then I used my tools and I feel like a little silly for not going this route before, Um, but I'm human like anyone else. So I started using my tools from timeline therapy and NLP and hypnotherapy. And I started using hypnosis. I started using strategy design and installation from NLP and installing really good strategies for myself for the areas of my life I felt like I was failing. Like in keeping up my housework and keeping my house the way I like it. So I found good strategies. Today, I do not feel like I have any issues that I would call ADHD. Um, today, I feel like I'm doing pretty well. And, you know, I think, I think we all have struggles and we all have bad days and we all have days we just don't feel like doing the thing we should be doing. And I think that's normal. Uh, but overall, I feel like I'm doing pretty well. So, but there was, there was more than that. Something happened, and this is the part that I've been nervous to share And this isn't a judgment on anyone who has ADHD and is struggling with it. This isn't any sort of a judgment. This is just, again, this is my experience. Was that as soon as I sought out people online and I started looking at ADHD sites and Facebook groups, I started to feel like I joined the victim's club. I originally was looking for strategies like, okay, so if I have, if my brain is functioning in a different way and I'm not able to do the things that I need to be doing, give me some strategies that are going to help me do the things I need to do. And what I found instead were a lot of excuses. And I started hearing this from people in my life where I would say, oh, I haven't done this thing that I want to do and I'm, I'm struggling to get it done. And, and I kept hearing back, oh, it's okay. You have ADHD. And And nothing would make me angry (laughs) faster than for someone to be like, oh, it's okay, you have ADHD. Because I don't want to make excuses for myself. If my life is not the way I want it to be, if I'm not showing up the way I want to be, if I'm not being the person I want to be, then I want to change it and take responsibility. I don't want to make an excuse that, oh, it's okay. You know, I used to find that when I had colitis, people would like pat me on the back. It's okay. You're sick. Um, I don't want that in my life. And, and I'm not okay with that being in my life. So I felt like I had joined this victims club where it wasn't really about tools and support. It just became about people using this as an excuse to not have their lives the way they want it to be. And seeing constant memes about, oh, haha, my ADHD brain, I can't do this. And the thought that kept occurring to me through this process was, well, who controls your brain? I control my brain. You control your brain. And, And maybe you're not in control of it right now, but you can learn to be in control of your thoughts and your internal processes. That's what, that is what NLP is. So I had to go back and look at, well, what is, what is the view that NLP takes on ADHD? And it's simply that, um, 
you know, that we can overcome it through different techniques and learning to control some of our internal processes. Again, this is controversial. If you have ADHD, you might have a totally different experience than me, and I completely accept that. I just want to share my experience because I think there might be people out there who feel this way, who you got the diagnosis. And now what? Now what? And I, I kept thinking back to what this doctor said to me so many years ago. So I got the diagnosis and there's no magic cure or fix. So now what? Do I live my life telling people, oh, I can't, I have ADHD. Oh, you can't get mad at me for being late. It's my ADHD. I'm so disorganized. I have ADHD. Um, you know, telling my husband, like, I can't help with the housework. I have ADHD. My brain won't let me. Well, I'm sorry, but fuck that. Pardon my language, but fuck that. I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of my results. If I want a clean and orderly home, then I have to be responsible to do it. If I want to do my laundry consistently and not have it pile up, then I have to be responsible to change that. If I want my life organized in a certain way, then I have to be responsible. If I want to present myself as a professional in the business community, I cannot be late to things and expect people to just be like, oh, they're there. You have ADHD. You tried. And you know, part of this, I think, I think a big part of it is that in NLP, we talk about meta programs. They're, they're deeply unconscious filters that determine a lot of our behavior, everything that we do, how we process information. And I am someone in NLP we'd call a mismatcher. So if you tell me that I can't do something, I'm going to do it. If you tell me that, you know, if you give me an excuse, uh, you have ADHD, no wonder you can't, then I'm going to prove to you that I can. So (laughs) I guess in a roundabout way, getting this diagnosis was maybe a good thing because it made me step up and find my own solutions to the problem. Now, I think that people do struggle with ADHD. I think the symptoms of it are very real, and I'm not denying that. I think the label is problematic, and I talked about that in the last show too. The label is the problem. I don't think there's anything wrong with people who have ADHD. I think what is wrong is how we address it. As if it's like this debilitating, crippling thing that we can't overcome. You can you can find strategies, tools, and techniques to help you. You don't have to be a slave to it. You don't have to be um, controlled by it. You control your mind and you control your results. It's one of the fundamental principles we teach in NLP. You are in charge of your mind and therefore your results. And I'm in charge of my mind and therefore my results. Again, speaking from my experience, and I'm going to continue saying that because I am dreading the backlash from this episode of people who are going to come at me with um, a different experience. So if this is not your experience, I'm that is okay. We are different people. However, if you do feel like you found yourself in the victim's club and you don't want to be that way, and if you want to find strategies that are going to help you, and if you want to find ways of working with your mind to get the outcomes and the results you want, then I am happy to have a conversation with you and and to talk with you about what I have found for myself. So 
completely open to that. And I'll put a link in the show notes to book a consultation with me if if you want that. And in that consultation, I will I will tell you exactly exactly what I've done. And and then if from there, if you want to work together, we can have that discussion. But I will openly share with you what I have done that has helped me. Uh, most of it I shared in this episode, but if you want to know exactly the routines and, and what I found that worked for me, then I'll happily share it with you. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you don't hate me after this and come at me. I really debated taking that other episode off because I, I don't feel like it represents how I feel about this anymore and how I view it. Um, but I think that would be doing a disservice as well. So thanks for listening. Thanks for indulging me. And if you have any questions or you want to reach out, feel free to do so. And I want to thank you again for being such an amazing and supportive audience. I hope you all have a great day and enjoy your weekend. And I'll be back again next week. Bye for now.